Thanks for tuning in to Season 2 of Manifesting Mari, a podcast where we unravel what manifestation is and you can tap into your infinite powers to create the life that you've always wanted. Hello, friends! Welcome back to this thing that we're doing here. Hi, I'm I'm Mari, and I'm I'm manifesting, whether I like it or not, whether I know it or not. I am manifesting, and so are you. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I posted, like two weeks. But honestly, who's even counting? Who's paying attention? Listen, I challenge you. <laughs> if you are actually listening and paying attention, tell me how long it's been since I posted a podcast. Because I, I honestly don't know. Because my reality has been melting, friends. Melting. And it's like I just watched a candle melt onto a table. And now I'm seeing the wax take a new shape on this table. And there are parts of the wax that were hidden inside of the candle. You know, the ones that you can't see from the outside. And now they're being revealed. And it's like these little specks of... The words, I I don't want to use the word darkness, but that's kind of what it is. But I don't... The reason why I don't want to use the word darkness is because people think darkness means evil. And I really hate when people associate darkness with evil because, like, it's literally just the darkness. Like, I feel like evil has to do with, like, how the ego reacts to the darkness and what it does onto other people or onto its onto the the host body itself but i think darkness in general is just part of the life we live in you know like the sun comes up and it's day and then it goes away and then we have the moon and then sometimes even the moon like goes away because there's a new moon so darkness is part of it right i don't think darkness is anything to be scared of um but but it, it makes sense to be scared of it, right? Because darkness, what I'm referring to, are these heavier feelings. They're these these parts of yourself that have either been like hiding in the background, um, that have been unaddressed, that you didn't even know maybe that you've been running from, or you have intentionally been running from them or trying to escape from them, right? Because because you maybe at the time when you started feeling these feelings were not emotionally supported or were just emotionally ill-equipped to deal with these problems, talk them out, hold them, give honor them, and they were pushed to the side, right? So now as a full-grown adult, as somebody who's, like, trying to heal themselves and, like, looking at their lives and, like, I wonder why I do this and I wonder why I react this way, these old things start coming back up. And it's like, oh, I thought I was, like, done with that, but you're really not, like, you thought you were done because you just found more ways to escape from it. And you just found more ways to run from it. And really, it's just been dormant. It's been hiding. And it's been waiting. 
right? I don't know if these things are necessarily hiding, quote unquote. I think it's like, you know, you put something into a closet because you don't want to see it anymore. It didn't go into the closet itself. It's not hiding there. It's it's there. Oh, sorry, I gotta. My alarm is telling me to eat breakfast, but I don't want to listen to it. Um, it's there because you put it there. You put it aside, whether that was conscious or not, right? And now these feelings, they still exist within you, and they're gonna come out in different ways that you didn't even know existed. Whether it's projection, that's a big thing for me. I project a lot. Whether it's you modeling your relationships based upon this feeling or the, you know, around this experience, this past experience that that is associated with this feeling, usually like fear, right? And now you're modeling the relationship or the situation that's based around that feeling. And you don't even know it because you thought, I thought I was done with those feelings. I thought I wasn't scared of love anymore. And here I am creating more problems in my relationship, unable to commit because (laughs) I have, (laughs) because I have fear around relationships because I've only seen my parents fight growing up. You know, things like that. Um, uh, at least for me, if this resonates for you, amazing, cool, welcome to the club. And if it doesn't resonate with you, it's uh, cool, still welcome. You know, you could be a spectator, grab a bowl of popcorn and just, you know, dig in and listen as I dig into my trauma. (laughs) Um, yeah, so these past weeks have been like, I, ugh. Uh. <laughs> they've been hard they've been heavy they've been a lot to process a lot to get through um and i i kind of you know i, I go through this thing you have to lose yourself in order to find yourself but i don't know i don't know if if you even ever lose yourself or if you even ever find yourself <laughs> Welcome to my motivational podcast. <laughs> oh god. You know, um the other day someone asked me, they're like, you know, you struggle so much with your own happiness and you struggle so much with your own life. Um It was basically, it's like, how do you feel yourself? You're equipped to help guide other people through their own neurosis. And I'm like, I, 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 listen, I think if you're guide, if you're healer, if you're therapist, if whoever you're working with in order to work on yourself is like always happy and always positive and always this and always that, like, I don't know if you should be working with them. (laughs) Like... Like, I, I, I don't, if they say, yeah, I just applied this and now I'm this perfect person. And it's like, I no, I don't know. I don't know if that's real because the, they're, I've been working with wonderful teachers who are just dealing with their emotions on a different level, right? They, they, they know these emotions are still there. But 
they have a different relationship with these emotions, right? If you have a coach who's like, yeah, I don't feel sad and I don't let myself feel my sadness. And I'm like, that maybe you shouldn't be working with them because that's like avoidance. And that's thing like I didn't realize I was practicing, right? I was so focused on being happy because there was a time in my life where it was just like there was no happiness like there were things for me to be happy about but I did not feel happy about them like there were so many great things in my life and like logically I'm like this should make me happy but like deep inside I did not feel joy I did not feel happiness so I spent so much time And I think this is part of my journey and it was important. I don't think I did it the wrong way. I did it the way I was supposed to do it. Um, But I, I I didn't let myself feel these heavy feelings and all because I was like, I only feel heavy feelings. I'm over it. (laughs) I was just so tired of just feeling this way, like, not loving myself. That was a big thing, not loving myself and not feeling happy and not feeling grateful and not being appreciative of the life that I had. I was tired of feeling that way. So I, I, I made conscious choices to start manifesting more joy into my life. <laughs> That's exactly why I got into manifestation. I wanted to be happier. <laughs> and I I manifested these things and and these jobs and these people into my life who would bring me joy. And I got better at being grateful. I got better at appreciating. I got better at loving, especially myself. But here's the thing, my journey into the goodness was not recognizing and honoring the heaviness that I was still feeling. I ran away from it and I didn't even fucking realize it. I didn't realize it until like the day before I went to my ayahuasca ceremony, like the minute before I went to my ayahuasca ceremony. That's another story for a different day. Um... But yeah, like, I didn't realize how, first of all, how dormant those feelings were. And I think that the experience that I've had this past year have been building on top of those feelings. And I have been finding ways to cope and letting myself cry and feel sad, but, you know... I mean, being like, okay, I, I, I had my five minutes of crying, time to move forward, right? Like, I think, and here's the thing, the next thing I'm saying, I'm going to say it and then think it through some more, because I'm not, it's not a belief, it's a thought. <laughs> I think it's okay to just feel sad, hurt, angry, and miserable. 
and just have those feelings. And here's my rebuttal to myself. (laughs) When I'm in that sad, miserable thing, I just want to be in my bed and do nothing. I feel completely worthless. And my energy is drained. I can't do shit. But I have shit that needs to get done. (laughs) So what I'm thinking now is that the, the life that we live in, the model life that we live in now, is not conducive to a human experience where you're able to, like, hey, I'm going to take the next two days off, or, hey, I'll come back into the office once I start feeling okay again. Or told, shove those feelings back into the closet, because you got a nine to five to get to. Put those closet, put those closets, put those closet feelings away, because Mary and John have to be brought to school. Why your kids are named Mary and John is fucking adorable. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Jaden and Ethan needs to be brought to school. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, uh, Margaret and Persephone (laughs) have to be brought to school. So you can't... When was the last time you saw a kid named Margaret? (laughs) Yeah, so you can't... Yeah, you can't... There's a whole... You have to be strong. Oh, I hate... I hate that... Um, Strength and dissociation, strength and ignorance have been tied together that you not being vulnerable with yourself even is supposed to be this this sign of strength. Bullshit. Because you just, that, that those heavy feelings just end up coming up in different ways. For me, drinking and drugs. That's an amazing way for me to numb myself out from these feelings that I've been feeling. For on top of, like, the regular stress of everyday life. And then also, like, I become a different person. Like, when I drink, all of a sudden, I, all of a sudden, I am that bitch. And I'm like, oh, what? They said who, what, where? I don't give a fuck about them. They go suck a dick. Like, I just become this different person. And sometimes it's, like, angrier. And it's like, oh, no wonder why. Because I have all this anger that (laughs) I'm suppressing that is not being honored and respected so it's finding ways to get out it's always going to find ways to get out because it needs to breathe it's part of you these heavier feelings are part of you right that's why i think therapy is so important because sometimes you just need people to talk to about the heavy shit you're going through 
That's why I have a podcast and I talk to people who don't, I don't even know. And that's fine. Thank you for being here for me. I really appreciate it. But yeah, so the other day I was having this, um, this chat with one of my friends and, um, we were talking about just how emotionally ill-equipped our parents were and still are, right? Like me and my friend have just been through so much growth with each other where, you know, we, we, we've been through our own journey, our own education, our own growth, where now whenever we try to even engage with our parents about <laughs> something, when it comes to self-observation, it's like the conversation goes nowhere. Like, or it goes into a place where it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this is what I was raised in. No wonder why I've been <laughs> so fucked up in so many ways. Um, I remember, like, we were on my couch talking, and she was like, I don't even know how I got through all that. And I'm like, it's this, right? It's the, like, like I remember being in my bed in my parents' place, like, me and, and that same friend talking through her eating disorder because she, how are you, we couldn't even speak to our parents about that, right? I remember speaking to her about my emotional turmoil that I was going through at that time, which usually it just had to do with men because I just projected my anger about my father onto other guys. <laughs> and us supporting each other and us being there for each other because our parents just didn't know how, right? And that's not, it's not their fault. I don't blame them, but I'm still angry. It's like, it's just a level of survival where... You can't even think about feeling your feelings. That's not even an option, right? So in order for you to be quote unquote strong and survive through survival, you can't, you like, you literally can't. You don't have time to think about your feelings because it's so much. There's so much stress and trauma. Like, listen, I grew up in a very comfortable suburban lifestyle, but I'm still un unearthing trauma. Like, God forbid, I, like, I can't even imagine trying to be my mom at the age of 60, digging through her feelings of um abandonment, like, you know, because she's been adopted and, you know, and she's been... Uh, told what to do her whole life and her lack of identity like I can't even like and you know what and here's the thing that's not even a problem for my mom what a life <laughs> what a life what yo for those of you out there who are just like this woman's crazy talking she's just complaining about her feelings like there's nothing to complain about just work and hustle and get your bag and that's it listen the fact that you're living that life i am so envious of you 
I don't know what, like, did I choose this? I guess I did, right? I I chose this on some level. That, like, I just want to to heal. (laughs) I just, that's it? Can I just? And I think it came to a certain level. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I... I realized how unhappy I was at one point in my life. I had to be maybe like 23, 24. And I described to my friends that it was just like darkness. Like, and there were just like points of light. But it was just darkness. Like there were people, like I just, I didn't have the urge or want to actually kill myself. Um... That was not, like, I didn't want to die. I just no longer wanted to exist. I didn't see the point of existence. My existence was solely based upon the other people in my life who loved me. It really was. And I realized that, almost like, every single decision that I've ever made for my life was based upon what other people wanted for me. Or what I thought other people wanted for me. That's why I was, like, so rebellious in, like, my 20s. Like, I was not rebellious in my teens. Ah, uh, yeah, no. I was still a good, quote-unquote, good girl. I was getting a little rebellious. I was just a horny little fucker when I was a teenager. Um, but... Huh. Sorry, I'm cold. I need to put my slinket on. Yeah, that, but that's why I was I was so rebellious. I was just, like, finding myself, right? And I think that was, like, a wonderful journey where I was breaking out. I was doing things that were looked down upon, were judged, and this and that. Um, I just wanted to feel. <laughs> just wanted to feel something. Something other than what I was feeling. That's really... Because what I was feeling was this pressure, this sadness. Like, I'm very lucky that I had friends throughout my life. Like, even in college. Like, we would sit and just talk. Or we would get drunk and just talk about our feelings. About what we went through with our families and this and that. And, like, I learned so much from from the people who, who shared about their experiences and what they went through. And, you know, we're, we were each going through our own shit. But being able to, like, sit and talk with each other. Like, I'm very lucky that I had that. And I think that was, like, part of my awakening was realizing, like, the nuances of this human experience. Right, like, after I got out of college, especially, like, after I was done with the Disney College program, like, it was really dark for me. Like, I just had no idea what to do with myself. (laughs) Honestly, I'm still having a hard time with that. Um, You know, the only thing I've realized between then and now is, like, I really want to be able to utilize what I've learned about my healing to help others on their journey you know and there's a lot of imposter syndrome like who do I think I am but I 
you know, in terms of education, like, I'm very lucky that I went to a school where we, we taught the human. And I had teachers who... who encouraged us to not teach a class or teach for the curriculum, but to, to teach the student. And I've learned, especially through Tarot, how amazing it can mm-hmm. be to have a connection with a person and be able to Help them find out what they could be missing or what they could be not not really conscious of in their life and just help them explore that. Like, that's the point of a teacher, right? A teacher isn't there for, like, the teacher isn't there for you to teach you. They are, right? But I think... A teacher is mostly there as a guide for exploration, right? Like, we do schooling in such a fucked up way. It's so dumb. Schooling is so dumb. I fucking hate schooling. Like, <laughs> it's just so dumb. Like, you go, you learn information, and that's it just so you could become a worker somewhere. I fucking hate that. Like, I sincerely believe school should be a place for discovery. Like, discover things. What's this? What's that? There should be a new thing for you to discover every single day. And a teacher is there to teach you how to discover things. That's what I think. I could be totally wrong. But, you know, that's what I I think. You know, like, even, like, if you have an English teacher, right, and it's like, here's this book, we're reading this book together, but what can you discover about this book, about yourself, about about the world, through this writing, right? Here's a science project. What can we discover about nature, about our world, about ourselves, through this discovery, right? I, math. <laughs> I can't with math. <laughs> I can't I just can't with math. Math is important. I'm just really bad <laughs> at conceiving it. Um no, I think but also I think that like uh, there's this new way that they're teaching math and I absolutely hate it. Like I love asking people. I'm like, "Okay, 47 plus 38." How, how, what is your process in order to add that together? For me, I stack that. 47 plus 38. So 7 plus 8 equals 15. Carry the 1. 47. So 1 plus 4 is 5. 38. So it's 85. Am I right? I don't even know. no idea but that's how I figure it out that's my process whether I'm right or wrong it's different but that's my process right but other people do it differently right like they'll do what I say 30 30 47 plus 38 some people go okay 47 round up to 50 38 round up to 40 40 plus 50 is 90 Minus 
2 for the 38 and then minus 3 from the 47 so that's minus 5 so yeah 85 I did get it right yay but yeah so like there's just a different and you just discover different ways to figure out this one thing I love doing that I love asking people I love discovering different ways to get to the same place because that's basically what we're doing right where are we going to whether it's a better career, whether it's a better relationship, whether it's a better home, or if it's just death, right? There are different ways for us to go out throughout this journey. And I love discovering the different ways that works for people. Because as you find out what works for other people, you start realizing, oh, you know, what I'm doing really isn't working, you know? Like, I, one of my aspirations is to have a business. Well, I do have a business, right? One of my aspirations is to grow my business, right? Am I going to get advice from people who have only worked nine to fives? Hell fucking no. No, I'm not. I'm not going to get advice from people who have only worked nine to fives because that's not the way they're living their life, the way their process is not going to help me with my process. I want to find somebody who within a year has earned $100,000 because that's what I, what's that process? I want to talk to people who've gotten to that point that I want to get to and figure out their process, right? If I'm adding 47 plus 38, if somebody's getting the answer of 22, I don't want to ask them what their process was. (laughs) That's not the answer I want, right? I want to find somebody with a better answer, with the answer that I feel is right. They may feel their answer is right. I think they're wrong, (laughs) you know? And I think that's the same way in life. I think that there are, I don't want to say problems to solve, I think this is kind of like that. I will say 1000% this life is like a video game. And it's just like you have different ways of solving different like sections of video games. Like people play video games very differently, you know? Like there are some people who go through storyline. There are some people who are explorers. There are some people who just want to collect coins. Or there are some people who just like doing side stories. There are different ways to play the game. There are different ways to do it. I don't think any of them are wrong. I think the only quote unquote wrong you get into is if you are going down a path that's not aligned with where you truly want to go. But herein lies the problem. You have to make a decision on where you want to go. You have to pick your map you have to pick you pick your mission not your map your map is there you have to pick your mission and pick your avatar and choose right i think or avatar like you can add or subtract whatever you want from that but like i think in terms of your goal like your goal will never be accomplished if you don't stick with it and you don't keep believing that you're going to get there that it's just not because if you just if you're like back and forth 
with your goal, your goal is going to be so over you. And then now you have this toxic relationship with your goal. It's like dating, right? If there's somebody who you like and you know that you like you and you want to date them and you know they want to date you, then just make the decision to date them. Don't be like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want you to Because that's not good for anyone involved, right? And here's the thing. Whatever you decide you want for yourself, it wants you to. It does. The business that you want to start wants you to. These ideas that you have in your head, these projections that you want in your world, it wants, they want you to have these nice things. They want you to have your desire. They want you to have this level of appreciation for your life. Right? And it's all about Like in a video game, you go into a new, I'm thinking like, like, I'm sorry, I feel like I have to sneeze. Oh, (laughs) that was weird. I'm like thinking about any of like the Marios, right? Super Mario, Mario Odyssey, whatever. Pick a Mario, right? You go into a new land, then you meet like a new like, little villain thingy for you to kill. And usually, whatever skills you knew, that new skill you gain helps you beat the next big boss, right? A lot of video games do that. The next level is a new kind of threat, and then you learn how to deal with that threat. So when you get to that big boss, you already know what to do, right? That's how this life is. Like, that's what this is. Like, your big boss, quote-unquote, is this goal, this thing that you want to reach, this thing that you want to master, right? So in order to get through this land to that ending point, you have to start practicing. You have to get good. Not get good, but you have to gain knowledge about how to properly be in that space. Because here's the thing, as as a manifester, like, everyone is a manifester, right? But I've had experiences where I wanted something in my life, I got it, but I was ill-equipped to deal with it. I've always wanted a relationship. I've always wanted to be loved. That was my thing. I've always just wanted to be loved, right? I wanted a relationship. I wanted a partner to love me and take care of me. And then I had that. But... I was not in the mindset, I was not in the practice of how am I going to be when I have that. I just wanted the thing. And then you get the thing, and then you don't treat it right. Right? It's like these kids who are like, I want a new car. And then their parents are lucky enough for them to, to get them a new car. But they, the, what, what it should be like, what do I have to do in order to be a good car owner? What do I have to do in order to be a good partner in a relationship? And it's not for somebody else. It's for yourself. What does being in a good relationship mean to me? 
How, how would I want somebody to treat me in a relationship? Because that's how I would treat another person. Wow, has any of this made sense? So life is just miserable and that's okay, guys. <laughs> it's all right. It's just, it gets miserable, but then it gets great. And then it gets miserable, but then it gets great. You know, I am definitely in like a, ugh part. I think that's mostly because I haven't, you know what? Because I haven't posted a podcast. That's what I fucking got. <laughs> that's what I got. This is like my therapy. I just talk and nobody's listening, but I guess people are listening. I really don't know. I'm still functioning on this idea that nobody's listening and I get to do whatever the fuck I want. No one gives a shit, but I know people are listening because people have reached out and thank you so much for reaching out. I love that this resonates with you. I'm, I'm going to, I need to, it's just this commitment. (laughs) Obviously I have problems with commitment because in my head I'm like, commitment is so bad. Like my parents should have divorced, but that's a different story. Um, Okay, I don't know. I should blow my nose. <laughs> I'm just like, huh, it's, today's a day. Um, what are things? Um, if you're in the the New Jersey area and you're interested in an event where, like I described with my friend, where we just sat and talked. I'm doing that. I'm going to have an event. Um, Reach out to me, especially if you know me, right? Because I'm going to have this at a very intimate spot with very close people. So um, if we've met before, great, reach out to me. If we haven't met before, reach out. I'll figure it out because I have to see what I'm comfortable with, to be honest. Like, I don't know about letting a stranger around me, but uh, let me get a feel about who you are as a human being vet you um but yeah if you're listening to this and you know me I'm having a share circle it's a bunch of people who are going to get together and just like talk about what they're going through and just relate to each other and not necessarily like I guess you can give advice in a way but um it's all about just just sharing what you're going through and relating with other people and and you know doing that thing where it's like well what is your process wow, the way you're, you're going through this, I, I, I feel you, and it's hard, my heart goes out to you, and, and I'm here for support, I'm here to understand, I'm here to listen, right, um, so yeah, that's happening this coming Saturday, December 4th, so reach out to me if you're interested, um, what other things, shine and thrive program, Right? I'm so miserable. I'm like, let's shine and thrive. Um, but yeah, let's, like, yeah, do that. The shine and thrive program, I think it's still helpful. Like, I'm, I'm at a space where I'm like, it's, guys, to be honest, it's my first one. And I, there are lots of things where I'm getting, not getting it wrong, but realizing what I can tweak. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if you'd love to be part of that experiment, let's talk, because it's a fun one. I've, I've already had, um, people I worked with who have seen the benefits of it, so I'm excited to see more people see more benefits out of this, and that's what I want for people. (sighs) 
Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, I've been talking for a long time. I'm going to go. Thank you for listening. Um, Make sure to follow on the things, like on the things, recommend on the things. Tell a friend about this if you liked it. Um, Maybe they'll absolutely hate it and they'll never listen to it. But whatever, it'll be yours. And you'd be like, well, you missed out. I told you about it and you ain't listening. So mm, what? Okay, I'm going to go. I love you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Manifesting Mari. For more tips and tricks on manifestation, give me a follow on IG at Manifesting Mari. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about manifesting, shoot me a DM or email me at manifestingmari at gmail.com. See you next time.